Good morning. It is Thursday, October 28th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join me today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Every day, Monday through Friday, we gather together to do exactly what we're about to do. Read just a little bit of God's Word, think about it for a bit, try to apply it to our lives, we pray, and then we go about our day. We have never, ever claimed to do anything special in this podcast. We just do what Christians have been doing for literally centuries, coming to God's Word, asking Him to open it up before us, give us eyes to see what's going on in the text, give our hearts something to meditate on for the rest of the day, and then we go about our day. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Zechariah chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan, standing at his right hand, to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked from the fire? Now, Joshua was standing before the angel, clothed with filthy garments. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, Remove the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, Behold, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with pure vestments. And I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head, and clothed him with garments, and the angel of the Lord was standing by. And the angel of the Lord solemnly assured Joshua, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in your ways and keep my charge, then you shall rule my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you the right of access among those who are standing here. Hear now, O Joshua the high priest, you and your friends who sit before you, for they are men who are a sign. Behold, I will bring my servant the branch. For behold, on the stone that I have set before Joshua, on a single stone with seven eyes, I will engrave its inscription, declares the Lord of hosts. And I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day. In that day, declares the Lord of hosts, every one of you will invite his neighbor to come under his vine and under his fig tree. Let's pray together. God, what an important passage we're looking at today. This is one of those foundational, theological parts of the Bible that we hold so close to our chests that it defines our religion from the very core. God, as we look at this passage, won't you use your spirit to help us think rightly about it, to react and respond the way you would have us react and respond to words like these? Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we are on the fourth vision from Zechariah. And if you remember, there are nine total, but eight of them are set up in a chiastic pattern. That means the middle two... Numbers 4 and 5 represent the climax of where we're looking. So today's vision and tomorrow's vision work together to kind of complement each other as the climax of these visions. It's difficult for us to understand if we're not used to this kind of literature, especially in an American or English-speaking culture. We're used to the climax coming at the end, but not here in Hebrew literature. It comes in the middle. And what a climax this is. In this vision, Zechariah sees Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. Two notes. This is not Joshua from the earlier Old Testament. This is, that's thousands of years before what's going on here. In this one, this high priest is one of the exiles who has come back 
from Babylon and is now standing before the angel of the Lord. So Joshua is a high priest. The high priests are meant to represent the people before God. And he's standing before the angel of the Lord. And as we've noted a couple episodes ago, the angel of the Lord here in Zechariah, there's some commentary going back and forth on it, but a lot of people agree that this is a representation of the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And the third character here in our story is Satan, standing at his right hand to accuse Joshua. What a picture of the heavenly battle that happens between Jesus and Satan. Satan, looking over at the Lord of hosts, the God of heaven, ready to accuse God's people. And Jesus, standing there saying, We rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord has chosen Jerusalem. The Lord has chosen his people. And we rebuke you. The last part of it might be a little bit confusing, but if we think about it for a second, it's really not. It says, Jesus says, or the angel of the Lord says, Is not this a brand plucked from the fire? This is probably a reference to the fact that Jerusalem or Israel was among captivity. They were in exile. They were being punished in the fire for what they had done. But now this brand has been plucked from that suffering. And now it is God's chosen people once again. Remember, back in chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you. This is one of the major themes of the book, and in our passage we're seeing that coming out so strongly. Then we get this amazing imagery that we pray about and we talk about all the time on the Commuter Devotional, because it's so core to who we are as Christians and to what Jesus has done for us. In this vision, Joshua is standing before the angel of the Lord in filthy garments, And he says, the angel of the Lord says to him, Behold, I've taken your iniquity away from you, so I will clothe you now with pure vestments. And on Joshua, he takes these filthy garbs away from him, these ugly clothes, and he gives them immaculate, pure vestments. A lot of times we say that our filthy rags have been replaced by his righteous robes. This is a story of the imputation of Jesus' righteousness on us. Imputation is a theological word, but it means what was mine is now yours. It is given and applied to you. This is a truth that we hold so dear. Notice, Joshua says nothing in this passage. Satan accuses him. Jesus rebukes him. The Lord of hosts and Jesus together look at Joshua and say, Get those filthy garbs out of here. We have taken your iniquity away. Here, wear these pure vestments. And then in verse 6 and 7, something amazing happens. As if anticipating Joshua's reply, the angel of the Lord solemnly assures Joshua, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways and keep my charge, then you shall rule my house and have charge of my courts, and I will give you the access among those who are standing here. Hear now, O Joshua the high priests, you and your friends who sit before you, for they are men who are of a sign. Behold, I will bring my servant, the branch. This is hard because we're doing it through audio. If you have the text open in front of you, the branch is actually capitalized. It is a clear reference to the coming Messiah, the branch of David, who will come and one day bring about the redemption of all God's people. 
to which Zechariah records the words of the angel saying something amazing. He says, in that day when this branch comes, the whole iniquity of this land, all the history of turning away from God, all the sins of God's people will be removed in a single day. And on that day, every single person will invite his neighbor to come under his vine and abide under his fig tree. Oh my goodness, my friends. Can we not see the picture that is being presented here in this vision to Zechariah? I mean, don't you just hear the echoes of the Gospel of John? I am the vine. You are the branches. Don't you just hear the echoes of the miracles in Mark where the Lord would heal someone and they would go and tell everyone what just happened? There is so much Gospel references in this passage that our hearts cannot help but overflow for affection for our Lord Jesus. My friends, as we go today, there's a lot that can turn our affections towards the Lord in this passage, but there is one thing that I can never shake. One part of this passage that for me just burns within me when I hear it read out loud, and it's the part about the filthy garments being removed and the pure vestments being handed over, the imputation, the giving freely, of the righteousness of Christ applied to us is so precious and dear to me as a Christian that it enlivens and refreshes and emboldens me every day to think about. A long, long time ago, I think in like the first 20 episodes of this podcast, we had read through something called the Ligonier Statement of Christology. Ligonier is a ministry set up by a man named R.C. Sproul, and they do some good work. But the Ligonier Statement of Christology is something that we can all confess together. As we close in prayer today, like we did so long ago, let me pray through this statement together. Heavenly Father, we confess the mystery and wonder of God made flesh and rejoice in our great salvation through Lord and rejoice in our great salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. With the Father and the Holy Spirit, the Son created all things. He sustains all things and makes all things new. Truly God, he became truly man, two natures in one person. He was born of the Virgin Mary and lived among us. He was crucified, dead, and buried. He rose on the third day. He ascended into heaven, and he will come again in glory and judgment. For us, Jesus, you kept the law, atoned for sin, satisfied God's wrath, you took our filthy rags and gave us your righteous robes. You are our prophet, our priest, and our king, building your church and interceding for us and reigning over all things. Jesus Christ, you are Lord, and we praise your holy name forever. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.